What the bloody hell is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's the King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another edition of the King of the Couch podcast. Uh, I'm back, baby. We had a week off. Had a bad back last week. Uh, Very bad. Really bad. One of the worst bad backs that any person has had in history. Uh, We'll talk about that. But man, I'm I'm, I'm excited to be back. I've been very complacent, I feel, over the last couple of months. And, uh, you know, for good reason, some shitty reasons. But I have been complacent, let's be honest. Fucking, I'm calling myself out here. But Good to be back on the mic. I almost wasn't going to get on tonight. I just, I don't know. I've just been in a funny mood lately. I've got to be, I'm, I'm not in a bad mood. Not in a bad. That's this is not a negative thing. I'm just, I just feel like I'm going through some changes. You know, changes turn and face the. You know that song. That's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm on a bit of a journey at the moment. That's what I, I feel like I've alluded to some things over the past few weeks. We'll talk about that. We have got a lot to talk about tonight. I believe I've got some notes. I'm riffing. I'm I'm raging. I'm ranting. I'm having a good time. Um, but this is episode 142. I thought it was 141 earlier, and then I realized it was 142. I think according to my uh, my logs, I'm not sure. 142. We'll go with 140 fucking two. So I'm back. It's uh, 8:53 p.m. on the 11th of July, 2022. Let's fucking go. I'm sitting here, firstly, got a bit of nobbies. Nobby's beef jerky in front of me. Someone came to my house the other week. I had family up last weekend, uh, the weekend prior to not coming to the show, naughty boy. And they left, I don't know who the fuck it was, but someone left a packet of hot and spicy jerky. I opened it, and it's probably my first step into mukbang territory. So we've got Nobby's beef jerky hot and spicy. I'm pretty sure I could say that. This is a good plug for them. I'm chewing. I'm chewing. I'm chewing. I'd love to know... This is a cow, right? This is beef. It's interesting. Nice texture. I like it. I'll be honest. I'm hungry still. I'm going to eat it. got to eat. It's like a healthy snack. I will say, feel a bit short change on the hot and spicy. Not that hot and spicy. Not that hot and spicy. I don't know if it's a gradual hot and spice, but not that hot and spicy. I will suck it down. I'm joined tonight by a little ginger beer. Non-alcoholic, of course, because my body's a temple. Oh! <coughs> Oh, there was a bit of chili at the back of the throat. <clears throat> God damn. But I'm back. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that, you little ASMR creeps out there. I like ASMR. I don't care what anyone says. I like it. It makes me feel calm. makes me feel nice in the head and in the belly. I feel warm everywhere from the tip of my penis to the tip of my nose. But I'm back. How have we been? Family time on the weekend. Um... I had some I had some news last week. We won't we won't share it just yet, but um, I wanted to be with my family over the weekend. And I, look, I love I love my family. I've, you guys know that. I don't not talk about that. You know, not often. I, I talk about it often. Um, but yeah, just had a sort of freeish weekend. So I thought we'll go down and see Nanny and Pop and the family and everybody and then both grandparents and all, you know everyone. There's so many family members, you know. And I thought we'd catch up with Milky and his clan and. Just one of those weekends, so race to Brisbane on Friday night. It wasn't a race, but I, no matter where I go, I like to drive fast. It's not a, I don't know if it's an aggressive quality that I have. I just prefer to drive places fast. I don't really believe in cruising too much, unless I'm at the beach and I'm going around, um, you know, the beaches. Then I'll be cruising. Other than that, I'm racing. I'm like a fucking F1 driver, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm like a, 
I'm like an ugly man's James Hunt, if you will, uh, like a like a non-vegan Lewis Hamilton. So we we went down, got stuck in a little bit of traffic, not a big deal. Straight into my nan and pop's house, some pizzas, beer, some footy. That's a classic Friday night. They hadn't seen uh, the little ones for a while, so it was really nice, really nice pizza, and just some nice beers. Actually, it was one of those nights where I didn't intend to have much to drink, and I didn't, I wasn't like drunk or anything the next day my pops always got tins of gold in the fridge right he's always got tins of gold and that's the thing we always do and you can always get you know counted him for that and he's always like help yourself help yourself help yourself so which we do me me and my brother were there my pop reckons he had two beers he reckons his, his nephew was around had two beers there was 19 empty cans saturday morning so someone between me and my brother must have given it a good little fucking nudge so yeah it was one of those one of those evenings but it was just a good night and uh and and that was sort of friday night frankly very very sort of chill one bit of a bit of a buy round for some of the footy teams so i think we watched a bit of afl and that was that was friday very cash friday but a very uh very grateful one very stoked very stoked much stoked sorry if i keep rubbing my eye i feel like i may have accidentally picked up some of the hot and spicy chili put it in my eye and you can't see here, especially the people that are listening, but I've got a little fucking pimple that's just popped up out of nowhere. My face was looking okay. I will say, just on the side note, a friend, um, uh, a friend, a good friend, a darn good friend, Amelia, Jordan's uh, Jordan's better half, has given me nappy rash cream, is zinc oxide, and I've been putting it on my nose. And look, for anyone watching at home, it's it's not as red, I think. I haven't been like religiously doing it, but I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I hope you are too. On to Saturday. Um, Saturday morning, we're down in Brisbane and good friends of ours, Scott and Lani, they're selling their house in Jindalee. Um, everybody in Australia has been aware that real estate is just through the roof, so it's exorbitant prices. He has a nice little reno job, but the guy, he wants a lot. He's got he's got a big price tag on that. And he's bought another home and he's dying to get in that home and it's subject to the sale of his current home. So I know he's sweating. He was sweating in his open home. He's like, as I need you, mate. I need the king of the cash there. Can you come along to the open home? Just just beef it out, beef out and some numbers there, throw your weight around. I thought, all right, I'll do that for you because I like you, all right? So we did that, but it was good. He's done He's done a really cool job uh, with his house, a lot of really nice renovations, I think. Um, one of those houses where you would like previously, this is how I'd sum it up. You'd walk in and go, oh yeah, this is a renovator. Now walk in and go, this is a really nice renovation. And now he's got a large price tag on He's trying to sell it for, for that. Sorry, I've just fucked me bloody mic here. Um, let's just put that back real quick. Oh, it's headphones, doesn't matter. Sorry, I was playing with the knob, fiddling with the knob. It wasn't my own knob, it was the fucking mic knob. Anyway, we went into the um, to the open home. It was cool. Oh, he's got a lot of punters through there. I don't think he's going to have any issues selling it. But it made me sort of like not get a bit envious or anything like that. But I, I'm, I think I'm ready to buy a house. And when I say I'm ready, like as a want financially probably not ready yet but i'd like to buy a house one of these days i think prices are just like so stupid so ridiculous so expensive so i don't even say expensive like they are expensive but just more so super super inflated so that's probably where i'm going eh fuck it we'll just wait you know so but one of these days i'd like to be you know some somewhat of a miniature property tycoon we'll get something soon enough beck and i got some some nice goals with our, with our family home. So I think it'll be fun. Be a very social pad, you know what I mean? Give me a call. You can come around, have a dip in my pool. I've got a home cinema. Um, we've always got beers in the fridge. It's going to have some nice food always there. A lot of land. We're looking out. Probably beachside. I like that. Maybe not. It's hard with the land and the beachside. It's very sought after. But hey, me cast a Sue cast. So come around. So that was Saturday morning. Becky then went and caught up with one of her old friends. We we had to ditch a first birthday party I mentioned last time I was on the podcast. 
one of those things we're all sick everyone's fucking sick you know what i mean the, the sickness is going around the country eh? like a fucking bushfire we've had our fair share of those too so um touch wood but yeah i wanted to do some shopping um not that i have heaps of cash to spend but i basically I'm a, I'm a simple man when it comes to shopping i sort of know what i want and i can sort of craft it here and there there's like brands and stuff that i like and follow and whatnot but i'm a bit of a h&m guy a bit of a cotton on man and i just go in and i kind of was like look i want to get a gray hoodie like that's what i wanted pretty stock standard pretty pretty lush and i like it you know what i mean i i will say i love winter so i'm wearing a nice little flannelette number i bought this this is a new winter this is a 2022 winter number and i just like it i feel like i could go and get a bloody different outfit for every day for winter my the only thing that pains me about being in queensland is and this is like a real double-edged sword because i love i love the heat and i love the beach but i wish that we got more cold so i could wear more fantastic winter outfits that is something that I want in my life, and we just can't. I'm looking here at my wardrobe, straight across there. Yes, KTCHQ, the podcast zone has a wardrobe. We've got, obviously got to get changed in here too. It's a real one-man band thing I've got going off here. But I, but as I look across, there's just jackets galore, jumpers galore. We've got the sloppy joes, we've got hoodies, we've got flannelette shirts. I've got the little little puffer vest. I love the puffer vest. People love to rag on the puffer vest, but you're an idiot if you don't have one. In my mind, you're stupid because they keep the core absolutely brimming hot it's so warm and i love it i love a bit of layer action a bit of white t-shirt bit of the hoodie on there bit of the fucking puffer vest i'm feeling good winter's mine i'm fucking making winter my bitch with my outfits so jeans some fucking jogger cut pants not sure what you call them i like them they're not jeans they're not jeggings i even got some new track pants the other day we'll tell you a funny story about track pants actually i walked in to h&m a few weeks back see love h&m there's a there's a recurring theme here and we were on the ladies' floor. I was with her, my mum and my beautiful partner, Beck, and my beautiful daughter, Arabella. And my mum's beautiful too. But we were all there, and we were all cruising. And I walked in, and I just was like, I want some grey track pants, you know? I've got a thing for grey. I've got a thing for neutral tones at the moment. I'm not sure if grey's neutral or monochrome. not really sure, but I like it. So I wanted some grey track pants. And I've walked in, and I'm in the ladies section, and I saw them, they're perfect. One thing I will say, and this is my like attention to details, fashionable men, you might know this, women might get this, I might be I might be losing some people here, but when the the, the ankle, when it bunches on the track pants, I like it when it's kind of like a, like a ribbed sort of one, not like a long sort of one, not like a cuff like this, like it was almost like a, a ribbed sort of one, I'm pointing to my, uh, my, my, my wrist here for anyone that's fucking listening on the audio box. Anyway. I got them. I walked in, woman's pants. I thought, right, these seem like they'll fit me. Picked them up. Think I don't even think I tried them on. Picked them up. I thought, fuck, they're twenty bucks, whatever, twenty five bucks. The men's thing was downstairs. Arabella had fallen asleep on me. I'm carrying her, so like this probably plays into my really bad back, which we'll talk about soon. And I thought, fuck it, I'm just gonna buy these ladies' track pants. I think, I think, how much? Like, how different can they be from the men's tracks pants? And, like, frankly, I mean, there's so much, like, men, women, they, them stuff going on right now. There'll be there'll be no such thing as men and women track pants soon. We will probably get to the to the, to the the version of, of society where it's just, they're just people track suits. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just fit for both. You know what I mean? Men and women's body, different shape or whatever. I'm in. I'm wearing the ladies' track pants right now. Very nice. My ankle is perfectly tight. I will say though, a few subtle things I've noticed about women's clothing that I've been wearing. Um, the pockets seem to be further back. 
I don't know if that's a real thing or that's just in my head, but the pockets seem to be further back, and there's a certain type of cut on my on my waist. I I feel like I've got a pretty tight little ass, like it's a really small ass, right? But I feel like it's just sort of filling out these pants just a little bit. That could be just in my head. But the pockets are definitely back. So when I'm putting it here, my hands in my pocket, it's just a weird sort of thing. I feel like my hands should be a little bit more in my pocket, almost to the point where I could almost like, you know, just tickle the end of my own penis if I wanted to from my pocket. But I, I don't because I'm not a not as pervert out and about in my track pants. But anyway, ladies' track pants, I'm wearing them. Thinking about donating them to Beck though, maybe like leveling up, getting some men's track suit pants. Just really just for the pocket reason. But I'd love to know if there's any other men out there wearing uh, women's track pants or any women's clothing at all. You know what I mean? It, that's the thing. We live in this time where there's like there's the boyfriend jeans, there's the boyfriend's jumpers and stuff like that. No one gives a fuck. Chicks chicks love it. Guys love it. They love it. Yeah, wear my shirt, babe. Love it. Wear my hoodie. Yeah, wear my jeans even. Um, but if I turned around to Beck and was like, hey, do you mind if I borrow some of your panties and maybe that midriff tank top? Oh, she's going to be like, what? Well, she probably let me wear it. She's a pretty open individual, but it just doesn't have the same sort of thing. Hey, you know what I mean? There's never the, um, you know, the, the the girlfriend's midriff. Can I borrow that? I'm off with the boys on Saturday night to watch a footy. Just want to get my midsection out. Mm. Good ginger beer. It's the, uh, for anyone playing at home, it's the diet, right, no sugar. It's got no sugar. It's got about 40 other different fucking chemicals in there. So I'm not some health fucking freak when I'm drinking this. I know I'm naive drinking it. Just, I think, well, it doesn't have all the sugar. It has all sorts of A, B, Cs and one, two, threes in it. And ginger. So fuck it. I love it. Anyway, H&M. It was successful. I bought two satin polo shirts. That sounds very lush, but they were fucking delicious. Olive green and like this off blue. I bought the off blue one because it was really cheap. It was $10. You know what I mean? 10 fucking dollars. Fast fashion come at me very fast. And, you know, 20 bucks for the green one. And I bought this nice sort of greeny sort of uh, I don't know, long sleeve linen-y sort of shirt. Very nice. You'll see it on the show soon. I might pull it out next week for you. And then, of course, got the grey hoodie. So I was feeling like a million bucks. I only spent like, I don't know, 120 bucks. Not too bad. Not too bad for clothes, I think. You know, you can really fucking... There's some hoodies out there for like 120 bucks. And I've, I've lucked out and got four items for 120 bucks. So I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. It's one of the things I feel like clothing can be somewhat, somewhat still financially conservative if you, if you shop right you know unless you unless you're a fucking brand or which one day i could be i don't know anyway again my uh my other nanny call wanted to go around and see her she unfortunately had a bit of a gastric flu thing happening i thought ah that's a bummer she hasn't met oscar yet so i was a bit gutted about that my other auntie and uncle my uncle's got covid so he's in isolation my poor auntie was stuck with him she's not got covid so one of those things we didn't get to see that side of the fam but it is what it is right uh onwards and upwards went back to my pops had two tins of gold very stoked about that. Very stoked about that. We then went on to my auntie and uncle's house just to call in. So we're there for ages. You know, we don't do the, we don't do the really like quick pop in. We're not that sort of family. It's like a hey, we'll we'll call in. And Beck's like, look, sometimes we feel our dad with shit, and she's like, we've got to put an end on things. And I'm not really good at putting an end on things. I I don't like to make plans after plans after plans on the same day because if I'm vibing out on one of those plans. I don't want someone to call curfew, you know, and say, boots, time's up, game on, move on to the next next thing. It's not speed dating for me. It's a vibe. I'm creating a vibe, and that's where I'm staying. So 
there was a good vibe. It was it was nice. It was just me, my pop, my nanny, my my auntie, my two cousins, my mum, and, and my kids and Beck. And we had a good time. It was a chilling. My uncle's out playing golf. He didn't come back till later. But we got the AFL game in on the on the KO with me and my pop. So that was sick. It was a great game. Uh, GC Suns versus Richmond Tigers. Very good game. Two points for the Suns. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah. The uncle came home. Couple of Kronas, some noodle box. I haven't had noodles in years. And I was like, I really was like, oh yeah, I won't hold my breath here for much. But man, we and Beck were absolutely wrapped on the noodles. I think we're the only people going back for like seconds and thirds. I was just doing that casual like, Arab, like, you finish with that and fucking I'll eat that too. Bit of fried rice in there, spring rolls. Man, the hell could you not love a spring roll? Fuck me dead, you know what I mean? Fried rice, oh, so good. How could a billion Chinese be wrong? Delicious dish, fried rice. So really enjoyed dinner on Saturday night. Mm. I drove back to the coast. I was back here by like 9, 9.30. And uh, I don't know what I fucking did. Just hung out like a bad smell for a bit. Had a couple of drinks on the couch. And been watching that show Pistol, Disney Plus, the Sex Pistol show. Not religiously, but I just like chime in every few nights watching an episode. I like it. It's good. Uh, we'll get to the song of the week and the recommended. I got movie of the week, really. It's, it's for the show of the week. And and you might be able to pick what I'm gonna what I'm going to talk about because it's a hot topic. It's a hot ticket show at the moment. So yeah, we did that and then um, went to bed Sunday morning, got up, bit of a family day. We thought we'd, we we had some plans literally for the Sunday morning and for the Sunday Arvo and as we're like driving home, like one of them was like, oh, I've got the gastric flu, don't come up, yeah, we'll, you'll fucking get it from us and we're like, yeah, fuck that, we don't want that shit and then the other person was a little bit of cash and handwork for Beck, don't tell the ATO. And uh, yeah, they canned us too, so let's catch up next weekend. So we were like, okay, family day. And whilst it would have been cool to hang out with my family all weekend, you got to sort of cherish those moments too because we don't get a lot of time to just sort of spend the full day together. Now we're a family of four. It's a big, it's a big event, but it was good. We went out, did a bit of a, did a bit of a walk in the morning, something. Went to the park. I can't remember. We did a park sort of thing, but we ended up at uh, Golden Beach, a new little eatery cafe action there. Little sister, same owners as uh, Scott Nestor from the Pocket at Moffat Beach. You've been listening to the show for a long time. Esther Newman's been on the show. She's a local legend. And they've just opened a little place um, at Golden Beach called Little Sister. So if you're in town, go and check it out. I loved it, frankly. They had bagels on the menu. I had a Reuben bagel. Anyone that doesn't know a Reuben sandwich is so good. Traditionally, it's like rye bread, corned beef, like a stack of it. Um, I like sauerkraut on that. You can put sauerkraut on them, I'm pretty sure. There's mustard and then there's pickles, uh, horseradish cream and pickles. Pretty confident that's it. There might be slight variations, but I think that's fairly traditional. They had that on like a rye bagel, and then we got another um, smoked salmon cream cheese bagel. Mm, mm, chef's kiss, so good. And then we got Arabella little bacon egg one. And it was like 10 to 12 at this point, you know? And I'm like, fuck it, I'm having a beer. So I got a Young Henry's natural lager. Um, so good. I, lo- I rate Young Henry's. I think. I think... Just an all-round, they got really good-tasting alcoholic beverages. So um, very, very stoked with that. But it was really cool. So if you're in Golden Beach in Cloundra, go and check out Little Sister. I really, really rate it. Very cool people running it too. So go and, go and support. Go and support cool people. you feel better about yourself. Um, and that was sort of it. Went and did some uh, grocery shopping at Aldi. And that was not too bad. I don't love grocery shopping. I think I talked about this on the last podcast. It, I'm pretty shitted at myself. Don't love it, but... Basically, if it's two of us and we've got the kids, it's like one of us just minding the trolley, watching sort of the kids, and one of us picking and fucking hunting and gathering. So I was the trolley pusher, making sure Oscar was 
having a good time, just being asleep in the trolley. Arabella's in and out, just fucking going crazy. So that was cool. And then sort of shit went pear-shaped after that. I was a little bit silly. I wanted to have I, the whole day, right? The Broncos are playing at 4 p.m., right? And I really wanted to watch the game, naturally. I'm a 40 fan, balls and all, shout out. Jared and me will be on after game three, probably maybe even on the weekend. I'm in Melbourne uh, later this week for a few nights. So we'll see what happens. But we'll get we'll be back, balls and all. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I was a bit of a diva on Sunday afternoon. I was like, I want some chip and dip action. I want some chicken wings. I want some beers, right? I'm here going, I need to lose some weight. And I wanted all this, like... I'm saying this, but it doesn't match. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This is not a this is not a lesson. That's what I want to do on Sunday afternoon. And then I was just getting a bit stroppy. Beck was like, I'm burping here. I know it's in that ginger beer. I'm gonna have another swig of the ginger beer and I'll tell the story. Mm. Anyway. So and I was just like, she's like, ah, I don't really want the cheese and dip. And I'm like, you want healthy food, don't you? She's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we bought chicken wings. Then she's like, mm, I don't really feel like chicken wings tonight. Like, we just have, like, steak and three veg tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. So now we're going to do, like, an, a normal sit-down dinner on a Sunday night. <clears throat> Pardon me, which is something I don't love doing. Because it's my Sunday. I just, I'm selfish with it. We, we talked about it at length. But I'm, I'm selfish with my Sundays. And then I have three beers in the fridge, right? Not that I was going to send it, but I thought, the game's good, and we get some people around. Like, threes, that's not enough. That's not enough for a Sunday sesh. So I've then gone, hey, I'm just going to go across to damn earth. And she's like, why? I'm like, because I want some more beer. She's like, don't you have any in the fridge? I was like, I've got three. And she just sort of did this look. And I'm like, fuck it. And I just lost it at that point. I was like, oh, fuck this then. We'll go home, you know. And I was a bit silly. It was a bit aggressive. Put a dampener on the afternoon for a good two hours, I'd say. She went out and walked. did some yoga. I looked after the kids. I was stewing in it. I literally was stewing in it. I called Stu because I was... Uh, We'd been playing phone tag and I had to tell him, I had to debrief with him. He gets it, you know what I mean? It's just a relationship thing with the kids, but I was just a bit silly and stuff like that. Apologize later. She had some stuff to get off her chest. I had some stuff to get off my chest. Not ideal for a Sunday evening, but we got there in the end. I think we're better for it, frankly. Um, I got the Broncos game in, got some wine in, got a whole thing of digesters in, and a whole bag of pretzels in. So look, we ticked off pretty much most of the things I wanted to do. On, on on my Sunday, so I was pretty stoked about that, and we we well and truly kissed and made up. So that was that was good. Read into that how you will. So I um I was stoked. And look, just a bit of footy chat real quick. Broncos red hot, deadly game. They had thirteen players unavailable. Went there, just marched down the stupid St George Dragons. Hey, so fuck. I was super stoked, super stoked because I watched the game on delay. Got KO at the moment. Watched the game on delay. Didn't get to watch it live, so I stayed off the fucking facebook notifications off instagram it's kind of nice doing that whilst yes it's nice watching live sport i like to be able to put the phone down and just be with the family for a sec and then come back to it later you know when i can properly do it so me and beck watching that and we had a good time we had a we had a fucking fantastic time and that pretty much concludes my weekend chat up this morning down and off the beach so good had some just motivational shit man i started with david goggins got some jordan peterson in there some other like just Eric Thomas, oh man, I love that motivational shit. Some people get that's some cheesy shit, as, and I go, that's your opinion, and that's fine, but I like it. So that was me. Anyway, delete me. I sound like a fucking little secretary on my keyboard here. It's the loudest fucking six dollar keyboard going in the world. Hey, work supplied this one, so I'm super grateful about that. Didn't have to part money with it, but it literally sounds like a fucking typewriter from the fifties. Loudest thing going. Anyway, week we got some questions here i put some i put some uh, feelers out to the people we've got some questions here um 
Someone though, someone said, uh, someone said to me, first one here, she knows, put a little story up on Instagram, and you might you might be able to tell I've got a flash new haircut, pretty sharp, pretty short and sharp, I like it. Um, someone's just come up and said, oh my God, is that Finn Cole? Yeah, I might be a Finn Cole lookalike. Anyone that's not schooled on Finn Cole, he's Jay in Animal Kingdom, big fan of Animal Kingdom, love it. He is in Peaky Blinders. Don't know the name of the character because I don't watch Peaky Blinders. But uh, fun fact, I actually found out today that Finn Cole and Joe Cole are brothers. I just thought it was a coincidence they have the same last name, like Thompson and Thompson. You know, so many Thompsons out there. I'm not related to all of them. Turns out they are actually brothers, though. So that was cool. But that was a little cheeky one. That was from Jamie Sukjai. She actually cut my hair. And she knows that every time I go to see her at her salon, she goes, what are we doing today? I whip out a photo of Finn Cole. Not ashamed to say, I said, I like this guy's hair. He's about 5'7", 5'8", probably about 65, 70 kilos. Near enough for me. If I reckon if I shaped up real nice, got rid of the glasses, probably look like Finn Cole, Jay from Animal Kingdom. He's got a pretty tight jaw, though, I will say that. But yeah, I uh, I love the bloke. Got a bit of a man crush on him. I'm not, doesn't, not even afraid to say that. So I like Finn Cole a lot. Might even love him. But do you ever get, does anyone else do that? Or they just walk into their barber shop? They probably don't, though, if they've got that rapport with their barber. But I like to give a photo of someone, you know, and say, this is what this is the exact haircut of what I want. I'm not even, don't have to explain it to you. This is it. And because he's on Instagram, I go, well, this is it from this angle. This is it. This is him in the GQ shoot. You know, this is him on the beach. This is him in Ireland with his friends having a pint of Dublin. Uh, sorry. Sorry, pint of Guinness in Dublin. Yeah, one of those things. Actually, speaking of fucking Ireland, I don't know where Smitty's going. Smitty's going proper walkabout. I messaged him twice. Not sure if he's listening to the show anymore. Don't know what's going on with him. I hope he's all right. I think it aired my grievances last time, as in I was worried about him. I hope he's okay. Um, I haven't heard from the guy. I don't know what's going on with him. So we we might do a Smith, Smitty fucking Kingsmith podcast soon enough, but... Big man, you got to get back to me. Don't know what's going on there. So he's going fucking proper walkabout. Hey, I'm just looking through here my messages. And uh, yeah, nah, dude's not got back to me. So I don't even know if he's doing podcasting anymore. He announced that he wasn't doing fucking comedian shows anymore, comedy shows. So I don't know. I hope he's all right. But uh, yeah, don't know what's going on with him. So I might hit him up one more time, but probably overdue for a King Smith one. Um, I know I was a bit funny there, but <sighs> hope he's okay. Um, but yeah. Thanks. Do all that, Finn Cole. Okay, couple of questions. Have you or any of the listeners had or considered a back sack and crack wax? Let's hear it. I'll just stick to manscaping myself. This is this come from my uh, my rock and roll mate, Shinbone Star, and I'm calling you out, bro. It's okay to manscape because I was sponsored by Manscaped. Not anymore, but I was. We had a month long thing. It was great. I've uh, I've manscaped my my jewels, my family jewels, twice. That's how that's how clean the cut is. Twice recently, I don't grow like full seventies bush. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, no, I've never had a back sack and crack wax. Nor do I think I would have a back sack and crack wax. I'm not scared to by any means. I just don't really see the point. I'm, I don't really think I need no hair on my butthole and my balls and stuff like that. The manscape uh, lawnmower four point was been has been a very good tool for me. I really like that. I'm sure though that there's there's listeners out there. We got some freaky freaky you know people out there, and I'm sure that some guys out there had a back sack and crack wax. Actually, back sack yeah, that's a man thing. Like women don't have sacks, you know. Well, some women do. I mean, they can change. They shop and change. But love to hear from the men if you've had a back sack and crack wax. I think it sounds painful. I just imagine these dangling balls hot wax on it and they put the tape around and pull it off i just got this 
disgusting vivid vision of of a ball sack coming clean off the man's body hair scrotum balls and all literally so yeah disgusting are you any closer to being pegged since you first discussed it on the show um I'll tell you what, it really did open my eyes up to pegging. It was something that I wasn't aware of after that. And I that was a long time ago. I don't know, this is episode 142. That was probably like, I'd say it was a long time ago. I'd say like 60 to 80 episodes ago, I talked about pegging. And some friend of ours had done it. And I mentioned that the guy was probably pretty shocked that his partner was telling me at the time. But it made for a fucking great story, didn't it? And I'm here sharing with all you. And that brings me a lot of joy. I, I'd probably say two steps closer to doing it. I just find it a little bit emasculating for myself personally. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd be down in all fours, like in the doggy style position, or be on my back, just like copping it like that, like like a bit of, you know, I'm like almost like a uh, starfish, you know? So um, I just feel like it's a weird thing, you know what I mean? I don't know if Becky would be too keen for it either. If she begged me for it, I'd have to really consider it, but I just, call me old-fashioned, I just don't know if I could take a big dildo up the bum. Just yet, but I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I think if you feel good doing that sort of stuff, rock on. Do it as much as you possibly can. Whenever you get done listening to the show, go and peg your partner. Thanks, Shimbo. Does Beck think the king has what it takes to have a successful OnlyFans channel? I think she does. I think she thinks I'm an out-and-out pervert, and I'm a little bit of a sex pest when it comes to our relationship. I'm not out there prowling the streets. I'm just in here prowling the halls of my own home looking for Beck, striking at any moment that I can, you know what I mean? She often likes to walk around naked, and I I just, I'm saying I love her body and stuff like that. So take it as a compliment. Um, does she think I have what it takes to have a successful OnlyFans channel? I think so. I think we live in this really interesting day and age where it's it's almost like the attractions in the fact that you could know the person, you know what I mean? So I could almost guarantee if I put on my Instagram and my Facebook tomorrow, I'm an OnlyFans uh, star now. I'm not really sure, a performer, maybe. Um, I'm an OnlyFans person. I don't know what you call them. I'm on OnlyFans and I'm doing some weird stuff for $5 a view or 20 bucks a month, whatever it is. Come and check it out. I would say that like if a lot of people would come and check that out and they might not even fancy me. They just want to see me with my pants down, just strumming myself or just doing some weird stuff. They wouldn't even know. That's the thing. They pay the money at the gate and they come in. It's like going to see a movie and going, fuck, I just paid 20 bucks to popcorn and all this. I'm up, I'm 50 in the can and that movie was shit. So I could be one of those OnlyFans people where they pay the money and they go, this is shit. But I don't think so. I think I'm a pervert and I'll probably do some weird stuff on there. But it's crazy. I, I actually was, I follow this girl. I follow a few girls, right? Let's be honest. We all follow someone that does OnlyFans. I've actually never paid for it. I will say that. I'm not I'm not a prude. I just think, oh God, I don't know how I justify that with Beck, you know? But there's people out there, you probably go, well, I'll pay to see that. But this one girl, I can't remember the exact stat she put up, but um, she is a photographer, right? And she does really well from all accounts. And I think she put something like on the first night of OnlyFans when she launched it, she had enough money in the bank within like an hour or two to pay a rent for a month. And I'm like, wow, that's probably got to be like 1500 two grand, you know, just bang like that. And then I think the second day it was like, my rent's now paid for six months. I was just like, wow, it's like day two. So yeah, to say that um, women out there like can make a bit of cash off it is probably an understatement. I'm sure that there's people out there fueling fucking their whole lives just 
touching themselves. I mean, more power to them, right? It's like a, they're sexually liberated. They own their body. They literally can charge what they want for it. So it's cool. There's like no overheads in that way. A little bit of a, probably a cut to OnlyFans. You know, they're their own boss. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool, you know? So whatever. I'm down with that, you know? Rock on. Uh, I like this one. This is the last one. This is Disco Stew sent this one in. Do you ever think about how many times in life you've come close to death without knowing? Um, this is a funny one because I feel like if I didn't know, if I didn't know, then how would I know I've come close to death? So that was my initial thoughts, Stu. Um, but I'd say a lot, you know what I mean? There's probably some stuff. i tell you what, we were driving the other day at a roundabout. I slowed down. It's always give way to your right. I got the whole family in there. As I'm coming through the roundabout, this fucking dickhead in a van just come whoosh, plummeting. Like he's going like 80Ks, right? In a fucking like 50, 60K zone. Just being an absolute fucking cunt of the year. And I've just like, I had to slam the brakes. If I didn't slam the brakes, they would have fucking pumped back in the passenger seat and probably the Arabella. And then if we fucking, if I was all right, I would have got out and I would have killed this guy. That that was the, the feelings that I had. I was, I pictured me killing him. In the, in, the, in the gut. I was so angry about it. So I'd say that could have been like a, a near-death experience. Um, there was a few. Once I I had a my my first girlfriend, we went to Thailand, and she was on the back of a scooter. I think this is like a classic stat. I think more people like in Thailand and shit die on scooters than like any other way. Check that out. I could be talking out my asshole there, but there, there's a lot of fucking scooter accidents that happen in those, uh, those Asian countries where white people can just go and spend $10 on this fucking machine, no license, and then just cruise all over the fucking rice paddy fields and the beaches and um anyway i was like 19 i'd had one beer got on this moped and she's on the back i've just gone and just come out the driveway of this place didn't know what the fuck i was doing there's a car like 100 meters away there's a car coming over this hill and she's like ah, car and i've just gone and just doing like a little wheelie out the back boom skidded it she's cut her knees up i cut a bit of my knee up we're all good slid across this road all the Thai guys there picked us up, and they just were like, yeah, fucking white people, eh? And, uh, yeah, she fainted a couple of times. So that sort of fucked our afternoon in Thailand that day. She thinks the thing... I remember her going, that we were so, there was a near-death experience. I was like, not a near-death experience. But, I mean, it very well could have been, I suppose. At what point is a near-death experience, like, near-death experience, like, where you, like, where you have to be... You, you've died, like, you've had, like, a drug overdose, and then you die and come back to life? You're dead. So you're like, that's a death experience. But yeah, so scary question. Love to know if anyone else has had like a near-death experience. I feel like every time I'm on a fucking plane, it's a near-death experience. Got to go on a plane this week. Touch wood. Second time I touch wood this show. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, all those things. Or you could choke on your food. Touch wood. God, I'm real superstitious like that. Hey, I'm going to have a ginger beer. But yeah, just one of those things. So good questions. Good, good questions. Now, let's get on with the rest of the show. My back. My back's been fucked. Like, so fucked. And I apologize that I couldn't make it on to last week's show. So, last Monday night, two weeks ago Monday night, right, I'm trying to just be an absolute weapon. And <clears throat> I think I did the podcast that night. I would have done the podcast that night. So the last time I did a podcast, right, trying to lose a bit of weight, trying to just be a bit healthier and stuff like that. And look, I'm 76.3 kilos. I reckon I can get down to 70, 71 lean, right? That's what I like to do. And then just sort of bulk up a little bit more. And... Anyway, I'm like, I'll train like a boxer. You know what I mean? We've got skipping ropes and stuff like that. Hang on, scratch my ball. And I'll train like a boxer. Skipping ropes. Bang. I'm out there skipping like fucking Mike Tyson in his prime, right? But every time my feet hit the ground from the very first fucking jump, 
there was this ping in my back, ping, ping, ping. I could feel it every time. And of course, my ego set in, and I'm like, fuck this. Stop being a pussy. David Goggins, you know what I mean? Just fucking go. So I was like, right, I'm just going, going, going. I reckon I skipped for like five, ten minutes at the most. I've been doing some kettlebell shit. I was doing some fucking dumbbell shit. Just doing some stuff. Got the fucking punch outs happening on the, on the, uh, the, I don't know, boxer. I'm just trying to be a fucking boxer. I have no idea what the fuck I was doing, frankly. So did that. Thought, yeah, this could be a little bit painful. Every couple of mornings when it's cold, it starts to feel like this pinched nerve action. Wednesday night, playing with Arabella. When you're playing with your daughter doing these sort of things, like you, you, you just, you got to be a man about it, right? And you're going, I'm going to lift you up and do this and go crazy, right? So I've got her by the hands. And I'm pulling her up, banging the air, dropping her, banging the air, dropping her. She's getting on my shoulders and all this sort of stuff. Probably didn't do myself any favors. Fast forward to Thursday. And then by like Thursday afternoon, it just was this slow fucking decline into just pinched nerve territory. And Thursday night was in pain. Friday, not so bad, but it was still in pain. But my dad and... The, his partner and my brother and his partner were all coming up and I just had to fucking get through it. So I had some Panadol, we had some Voltaren gel on and all that sort of stuff and we're drinking and we're eating and this and that. Saturday, not too bad, still in a pretty like awkward sort of way. I'd had a, a little fucking tipple and a late night on the Saturday evening, a lot of red, uh, pink champagne, red champagne, get real, pink champagne and, sorry, I got something in my eye. God, this fucking eye, give me some grief. Had some pink champagne, didn't sleep a lot on Saturday night, and, mate, woke up in a shit state on Sunday. Just proper not feeling it. I was just couldn't get comfortable. So my neck was, like, freezing up. My left arm was just pins and needles and going down, and my back was just getting this gigantic fist of a fucking pain in it um, up in the sort of top left-hand corner, sort of between my neck and my arm, and like the shoulder blade, if you will. And Jesus fucking Christ, hey, went and watched some... A UFC at Jordan's, and man, just couldn't, just was okay, had a couple of beers, it was like, oh, I'm alright, fuck, just trying to get comfy, and then it just, I don't know what happened, just no good, so we're in the fucking magnesium hot tub, going hot, then I'm in the cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, ice plunge, fucking hot plunge, that was not too bad, every time I was in either of those, it took my attention off it, so that was good, got out, Jordan's like, man, I'll give you some CBD oil, so had some CBD oil, um, that sort of did a little bit, but like not not like a crazy amount. Sorry, I've got some grief with my right eye here for anyone watching at home. Got some fucking hair or something in it. And uh, yeah, just one of those things. So I just couldn't get comfortable with the heat pack. Fucking Amelia's got this like capskin spray on my back trying to get some heat in it. Oh man, I was in a real bad pain back drove home. I was just like, I was seizing up, seizing up. I'm on the couch with the Voltaren. I've got a fucking Voltaren in my system. And I've got the heat pack, and I'm like, I'm just going to sleep downstairs tonight because I just could not get comfortable. And for the life of me, I just was like a worse, it felt like the worst pain I'd ever experienced in my back. Hey? I was just like, oh, God, and touch wood again for the fucking 900th time this show. But I was just in pain, hey. Luckily, I was able to take Monday off work, and extra luckily, I was able to get into a Cairo and a GP in the same day. That's unheard of. Every time I've called a GP, it's like, yeah, seven days, wait, mate. I'm like, I need the certificate now. It's painkillers now. Cairo, same sort of thing. They're like, you're lucky we had the cancellations today, so come in. Got an hour-long assessment. I will say, shout out to Julian at Suncoast Cairo. I mentioned that I did a podcast, because I do that. And we had a good chat. He was a really good dude. But I will say, he fixed me up. And we got a long, we got a few more months to go. We'll talk about that shortly. But 
he's the only kind of person physician of that trade in that way that has called me the next day. So that happened on the Monday. He calls me on the Tuesday, like midday. Hey, man, just want to see how you're going. How's the neck? How's the back? I'm like, oh, my God, like, this guy's great. But, yeah, it turns out that I'll probably, like, pinch some discs and fuck some things and nerves up here in, like, the C7 and C8, and that, like, causes pain down my arm and down my back. So this is, like, little sort of area, but fuck me, Dad. It was just huge. I just couldn't get comfortable, hey. And I don't like taking the inflammation drugs fucking too much. Like, they serve their purpose, but, man, they just chew your guts. They're just, like, not a good system, eh? So not good, not a good situation, rather. But, yeah, I just... um. I just couldn't get comfortable on the Monday, the Monday night. I was just like, fuck this, eh? So I, I did get some painkillers and they were good. I will say, fucking shout out Panadine Fort. It's crazy to me. I've just, I think I mentioned last show, I just finished watching Dope Sick, so the Oxycontin, the opioid crisis. And I can see how people get addicted to it for two reasons. One, it definitely takes the pain away. It definitely took my pain away. Masked the shit out of Just put this huge healthy band-aid over the top and it was fine. Not only that, but these... Drugs were five dollars sixty, so it's t- it's cost me a hundred dollars to go and see the Cairo, and he's got to do all this work, and I get that, and that's awesome, and that's what I'm about. I've then walked into Chemist Warehouse and gone, I need these. I got a, I got a referral from the, a fucking prescription from the doctor, right? Granted, I had to pay the doctor seventy five because the dogs aren't bulk billing anymore. I was able to get half that back, so it really cost me like thirty five bucks, something like that. Five dollars sixty for these pills. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was like. Oh, dumbfounded at how cheap some of these painkillers were. So I was like, no wonder there's a fucking crisis going on because they're so stinking cheap. Any man and his dog can afford that, generally speaking. So yeah, but they did the job. But I, I had a pack of 20. I took nine over the course of like three days. I was like, ah, that's enough. You know, I've got to get back to fucking regular as They worked and then that got me through the rough stages. But yeah, shout out to Julian. He cracked me up good. And I'm literally stiff as a board there. But yeah, it turns out I've got like this neck, tech neck, but like that's the thing. But my spine's just all out of whack. Where it should be this nice sort of S sort of curving. It's just getting straight and then like curving the opposite way. So my neck is like fucking straight and pointing forward, or it should be curving backwards. So a lot of a lot of work to do um, on the back and the neck. So and it's funny, you know. I will point this out. Um, I mentioned a while ago, I had Nick Bellringer on the show, he's a good dude, right, and he does the check stuff, and I was really interested in that, and I'm still am interested in that, follow heaps of those guys, trying to follow a lot of their content and techniques and teachings and all this sort of stuff where I can, and uh, yeah, literally like pulled the pin on Nick because of money, right, so it wasn't his fault, I got a lot out of the six weeks there, for a huge thing, it's crazy to me going, this is good. I'm feeling better. It's hitting the goals I want, but it's costing me a little bit too much that I'd like right now. It's nothing to do with Nick and nothing to do with the, the, the service at all. It's like, this is what it is, and I've got this family, and that was pulling me down that way. So then I ultimately stopped it, fell back into some old habits. You don't do the stretching, the mobility work as much as I was. I was doing it every day, right? And fuck, sure enough, bang, ping, the next busted, and I'm fucking in pain on the couch. Go to the Cairo. Listen, this is what we got to do. It was just like the same sort of stuff that Nick's telling me. He's cracking me. That was the only difference, right? And I like the Cairo. I fucking love it. That back crack was so good. So I've been twice and he smashed my back. It was just like crack, 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 crack. The neck, bang, bang. Everything's feeling good. But it's like 68 bucks a pop now for every session. They're like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. You've got some home exercise and stuff. So there was a good lesson in there. Your body will tell you when you need to do things. You know, Sometimes you can go in there before it gets that point. But I'm like, my body was telling me at certain points that we need to do X, Y, and Z, Tomo. And you're not listening to me now. So now I'm going to put you in the fucking world of pain 
and then you're gonna listen up. So there's the lesson in there. If your body's talking to you in that way, listen up. It could be could be one of those things, one of those absolute things. So I'm going to I'm gonna my goal is to get the posture happening. I'm sitting up here now trying to fucking you know get super super good posture. But yeah, just one of those things. But I was proper fucked. I was I was really sore. And uh, yeah, just thanks to the Cairo, thanks to Modern Medicine, and just uh, everyone else around me, loving and caring me, loved it. So yeah, we're gonna be working on that, and I'll, I'll come to you with uh, with new things here and there. Two things, right? This was interesting. Uh, white poo. This this is this is one out there for the parents. I saw Arabella doing poo yesterday. I don't go looking for it. She's three. I have to help her. And there was a bit of white in her poo. I was like, wow, white. Like, I've seen white dog poo, but that's usually like when it's been out of the body for some time. And I was like, I just made a comment. I was like, oh, white poo. And she was like, white poo? Like, what's that, Dad? We were at Little Sister at this point, so I was really, really keen to get into my bagel. I thought, you know, this is this is what parenting is about. I thought that bagel can go cold. I'm going to tell her all about poo here. And that is exactly what I did. I said, well, you know, sweetheart, how like you eat different things and they're different colors? She's like, yeah. And I said, well, what happens is you eat those things, they go into your stomach like a giant sort of stew, go around, mix around. Corn always stays intact. It always does. Then when you need to poo, it hits the butthole and comes out sort of in like a new way i guess um and when you note the color of those things you're eating so she was like yeah i was like so when you eat strawberries they're red so your poo might be more red when you eat you know tomatoes it might be very red uh when you eat beetroot it might be purple when you have red wine it's black these sort of things and i was like you get some kale in some green stuff in there i was like you you're coming up with some green poo so that was a good i felt like she learned something yesterday i felt really good about myself in that in that toilet just telling her these things and she was like oh really took it in so she now knows that what you eat can really dictate the color of your shit and i was really proud of myself for that so i thought i'd share that with you i'm sure dads and mums out there can relate to that sort of stuff song of the week movie of the week song of the week oh man i feel like i don't know i've been just like listening to old stuff um I was going to say anything by Metallica because I've been on a mad Metallica binge, but I will say the new Alexis on Fire album is a banger. I absolutely love it. So I'd probably give you um, one of their songs, to be honest. I'm going to go with the third one on the album. I can't remember what it was called. Hey? San Soleil is a really good song. So I'd go listen to San Soleil too. There was another one that was like Sweet Something Angel, Sweeter the Angel, something like that. I don't know. Fuck, we'll find it. I'll give it to you right here, right now. I'm just going to... Bring it up because I'm a one-man band. I can do that. Um, sweet dreams of otherness. Really dig it. So that's my that's my song of the week. Alexis on fire. Sweet dreams of otherness. Rate it highly. And instead of a movie in the week, because frankly I haven't really been watching many movies at the moment. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because there's some banger shows on at the moment. And you want to know the most bangerest one of them all? Stranger Things. Fucking. Stranger Things. I love it. And I am not afraid to say it. It's one of those shows. It makes me so happy to watch it. And I get emotional when I need to. I get inspired when I need to. I get happy. I was I would tell you what I was tapping and smiling and headbanging to a scene in this show the other night. Um I will say anyone that hasn't seen the last episode of Stranger Things season four, probably just avert your ears for a couple of minutes because I'm probably gonna give away some spoilers here. Um 
But it's just such a great show. The nostalgia in that show is great. I didn't grow up in the 80s, so it was really cool to have a throwback in that way. It looks super authentic in that way. But the production value of this season has just been mental. I really appreciated the length of the episodes. They were a lot longer episodes. The final episode is like a full-on movie. So it basically is the movie of the week, um, is, is the fucking ninth episode. It's two and a half hours long. So it's huge, right? It's not a TV show. It's a movie. Um they're all like an hour and 20 plus, you know, an hour and 40, two and a half hours. So nine episodes, very long season. Some people are like, oh, that's too long. I liked it. I liked it because I knew that as soon as it was finished, I'd be fucking dying for more. So I was super stoked about Stranger Things. But I thought Vecna, the villain villain in it, was like super scary. Really appreciated him. I thought the tie-in uh, from number one to Vecna was really cool. Did not see that coming. Very stoked about that. Um, obviously, the scene with Kate Bush running up that hill with Max and thinking that she might get into Ve- Vecna's curse and twist it up and fucking play it. Man, that was cool. That made me go and listen to Kate Bush. So when when you know it's you know it's good when the show or a movie can take you from a scene and go and look up that song i've never listened to kate bush right she's from the 80s and just not my type of music i like that song and i actually like some kate bush now so right right time right place right moment fuck me dad feels so good um i loved this scene eddie munson was was my new favorite character um and i will say this is a huge spoiler so turn it off right now super gutted that he died in the end super gutted um just oh super gutted but the cool thing was he went out he went out like a g he was so he was like huge metalhead in the show and i like really resonated with that and i just was like god it was just really cool but they do this mad scene where he's on top of this van they've manufactured this van him and dustin he's got his guitar out there and he's full-on playing master of puppets shredding it so i was like okay that's fucking cool because i love that song and he looks badass up there and it's basically this scene to like get all of Vecna's fucking bats off this house and then to come to them so they can like basically distract him and it's so cool the way it's done he eventually goes on to to fucking die throughout that scene it's, it's just so good like down the track and he sort of like has this he has this thing about being a hero I can't remember the line but it was so fucking good eh? it just really choked me up I was like oh my god um also, I will think he'll be back in season five. I feel like he might be a villain of some sort, like a maybe a hero goes villain goes hero kind of mentality. I feel like that's in there. I don't think we're done seeing Vecna yet either. Um, and then, of course, Max, another spoiler. Um, she sort of got, she's in a coma and she's like blind and half twisted up and broken bones. Young little Max. Oh my God. So it was hectic. But man, Stranger Things. The mother in law was like, it's so bizarre that it's so popular too because like the, the the plot is a bit sci-fi. It's a bit out there. I'm not really much of a sci-fi guy, but everything's just so cool about it. There's like the relationships that the kids have and they all build with each other. The characters are all great, like Hopper and Winona Ryder, Murray's character. They're all super cool, you know. Then they bring new people in. They're usually fucking really cool. Um, the jock dude in this one, he was a bit of a dickhead, but they're all really cool. Eddie comes in, he's a fan favorite after one season, you know, they got these new villains with a fucking badass, and it was just like one of those things, so, you know, you can sort of see why people, like, from all walks of life love it, because it's done really well, they've got old music in it, and the the music in this new series is so good, where they tie it all together, so it's just amazing, you know, the throwbacks to people, it's super funny in parts, super emotional in parts, super scary in parts, man, I honestly cannot rate Strange Things high enough, it's an 11 out of 10 show for me, 
and I cannot wait for season five. Like, it's like going to be released in like 2024. I've literally got like a year and a half, two years to, probably two years to wait for it. But fuck, it cannot come soon enough. And I hope they go out with a bang and do those super long episodes again, which I'm sure they'll do. But man, so good. So good. Oh, God. But yeah, what else is happening? I've got some other things here. I don't want to talk about everything tonight. I'm going to cut this show in a sec. Um, not because I'm lazy, because I want to. We'll talk about the other stuff next week. Um, but yeah, I've just been super focused on myself. I'm trying to be healthy, talking to a life coach, going through some mentoring and stuff like that, jumping onto these mentor sessions every Monday morning, doing Wim Hof breathing. Um, another thing I've stopped doing is I've stopped drinking caffeine. I'm not drinking any coffee anymore. I'm only drinking decaf coffee. I'm not drinking oat milk anymore. I'm having like a dash of full cream milk. I'm adding some raw honey in there. It's my favorite warm drink at the moment. I like it so much and I might even go have one after this. That's how much I like it. Um, but yeah, just like really, just didn't, just kind of trying to enjoy myself, being being present with my family. I will say, look, I have been a bit complacent with the show. I, I love doing the show when I'm on here. I feel like I'm in my element. I've just been complacent with I've sort of lost my way with it. But as soon as I sit down at the mic, it, it's not that. So I'm going to try to commit to you to get back on the mic every Monday night. I'm going to tee up Jared next week or the next week or so anyway. We'll do a balls and all episode, see where the fuck Smitty is, and we'll get some guests happening because um, I love doing the show. I get a mad kick out of people that message me and say they get, a, they get a kick out of listening to it. So I, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to let myself down because, you know, life can be so routine and monotonous sometimes that this is kind of like my escape as well. So... I, I think it's been really, really cool. So, um, yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd tell you that. Another thing I saw, I'll leave you on this one. Everyone, everyone might have seen it. It's like over two weeks old now. But uh, Kendrick Lamar, he's a cool rapper. I'm not mad into all this stuff. It's not an easy bad rapper. I'm just not a mad, mad rap fan in that way. Um, but the way he finished his, um, was it Coachella thing, was it, I believe? Um, this is after the whole abortion thing. Uh, they judge you, they judge Christ, Godspeed for women's right. And he just chanted over and over. And he had like the the, the crown of thorns on, there was blood coming down his face. All these people were just silent, all wearing white. Man, I thought it was a real cool poetic moment just in after the whole fucking, you know, abortion stance that America's taking, which is ridiculous, you know. So yeah, one of those things. But anyway, that's the King of the Couch, episode 142. I have had a mad time coming back and speaking to you all. I apologize that I wasn't here last week. Um, oh, my back was fucked, all right? Give me a fucking break. But it was really sore. I'm sorry for getting aggressive with you. But um, I'm back, baby, 142. Hope you had a mad time. I'm going to shut this off, edit it up, get it up for you online, that is. Maybe get it up for you another way. But yeah, that's me. I'm out. I'm off to Melbourne Wednesday, Thursday night. Fucking State of Origin, Game 3. Cannot wait for that. So let's go fucking Queensland. Let's go, baby. All right, I'm out. I'm the king of the couch. Have a beautiful week. I love you all. Oh, man, you are.